0: Now it's time for us to open the night surgery, and as I have here with me, our resident doctor, that's Professor Carla. You can start sending those SMS, 47913, that's the number, 47913, age, gender, and weight. That is what Professor wants, and then of course, as much information as possible, so that Professor can make uh, informed diagnosis for you, inshallah. SMS cost one rand fifty. But let me first greet the professor. Salaam alaikum, professor. Walaikum, salam. How are you,
1: today sir? Alhamdulillah. And how are you this alhamdulillah, evening?
0: Alhamdulillah. You alhamdulillah. seem to be all eerie. Uh, well, you yeah. say the weather. I'm
1: learning from the boss, potato.
0: Okay, we don't <laughs> know who's the boss, but, but good for you. Good for you. Alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. <laughs> professor, uh, Once again, let me say firstly, shukran very much for being here. Already. Really pleasure, d- uh, much appreciated. And, uh, as I said earlier, I received the SMS, but, you know, the portion that came through from this person is a 70-year-old lady, 5021. And I'd like her to resend the SMS, maybe on another cell phone, if possible, or we, you know, just uh, uh, try and change the format of the SMS, maybe write it in another way. But the portion that came through, it says uh, to ask something, but it just says, please, 870, female, Shukran Pt. Yusuf and Professor, you really expand a person's knowledge. Shukran, God bless, go well. Now that's what I, lovely, but uh, I would like, the, but, but uh, I would like this lady to, if possible, either call us 021-442-3530 or send us another SMS, but uh, uh, I apologize for uh, SMS not coming through, unfortunately it's not Nothing that we can do about it. But I would very much like you to get that information so that you can actually assist the inshallah. In so we, we hope that it will still come through. My number in the studio, 021-442-3530. Let's go to the lines first. Voice of the Cape, assalamu alaikum.
2: Alaikum salam, Yusuf and the doctor. Wa alaikum salam. Yeah, you find a Doctor, I must see that I upper Salazepairen. But I've seen that there are new doctors from mm-hmm. England and they've been on P-E-N-T-A-S-A. Pentesa.
1: Okay. Do you
2: know anything about it? Do you know if yeah, it's Yeah, it's,
1: it's very similar to Salazepairen. slightly different. But it's... Boy w-
2: helpful, you think?
1: It's very useful, yeah, inshallah.
2: So, inshallah, right, inshallah. Because uh, it makes me a bit liquor fully but I'll
1: try to give it work. a bit of time inshallah
2: yeah I'll take, go slowly and they put okay. me on on, right.
1: on uh, 80 gram um, right
2: to, right, right. but okay. I can see as I say my leash is down but I was a bit worried about will paint inshallah, but if inshallah. you say it's good then it's good thank oh, <laughs> you right, for
0: right. advice okay. Okay. <inaudible> They take it. If the process <laughs> and then it must be gospel. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like <laughs> it, alhamdulillah <I> like. <laughs> 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 Professor, um, let me go to this SMS that I've received here and I hope there's not a problem with our SMS line. But I've received one here that says Salam can Professor Netflix. What is some tuma van a blast of a barmuder but gesaket kanala shukran? Okay, so
1: the symptoms usually would be related to the uterus or the womb, you know, coming down into the vagina And then it can press on the bladder, so the bladder will become full very quickly And you get a feeling of uh, fullness and frequency, you want to go and void very frequently Mm. Uh, And sometimes there may be a bit of abdominal discomfort Okay but most times, you know, the diagnosis is made by a uh, gynee examining you carefully from internally as well, and then they can see to what extent there's a prolapse. Mm of the uterus or the bladder right. and then they can advise whether you need any surgery or you don't need any surgery mm-hmm. to correct it uh. and
0: the uterus being the womb?
1: the uterus the womb. is the womb,
0: yes um, the question on that, Prof, what would be the result of a prolapse or the cause of a prolapse uh, uh, you uterus? you know most times the cause is related to multiple pregnancies
1: okay and during the pregnancy, the ligaments become a bit loose because of the progesterone. Right. And oftentimes they don't return back to their normal uh, okay. stiffness. Okay. So the organs become a little bit loose, and then it can, you know, be prolapsed. Prolapse. prolapse.
0: Okay. And, and, and would, would that be the same situation with the the bladder, because it's probably probably a similar
1: situation. Similar yeah,
0: situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Professor, I, I see the lady actually um, sent us another SMS and We say shukran to uh, the seventy-year-old. Salam, Yusuf, and Professor. Alaikum salam. A seventy-year-old lady got a date for cardiologist at Khrouzsky Hospital. Can Professor explain aortic stenosis, stenosis, Mm -hmm. please? And shukran. God bless. Go well. Okay. All right, but uh, Yusuf. So
1: stenosis—the term generally means that there's a narrowing. Okay. So you can get a narrowing in the arteries we call it a stenosis then we put in a stent Mm. and we've often Spoken about the stent and what a life-saving procedure alhamdulillah it is So the aortic valve is the valve Which controls the blood when it leaves the left ventricle to go into all the arteries in the body Mm. Uh, And it then closes to prevent the blood from coming back into the heart so every beat Mm. opens and closes mm. and when it's stenosed, it's often stenosed because of aging so we oh, often right. refer to it as sclerosis okay. which is similar to uh, to the atherosclerosis that we see as a cause of angina right. so it basically means that the aortic valve is narrowed and what they want to do is to put in a new valve so that the heart doesn't have to work so hard to mm. get the blood out mm. Mm. Into the circulation, right, right,
0: and uh, that be uh, open. It's an open open heart heart surgery, surgery,
1: yes, and uh, often they put a metallic valve. So after the operation, you need to be on a tablet called warfarin to keep the blood thin, Mm -hmm. and you've got to monitor the blood, the INR, to make sure that you're not taking too much warfarin, right, uh, because that can cause bleeding into the brain and so on. Mm. But you don't want to take too little warfarin, otherwise it will cause a clot on the valve. Right, right. So it's a very delicate balance right. uh, that we have to right, play. Right. But
0: and just the last question, I think the concern is also because it's a 70-year-old. Yes, inshallah, it shouldn't be a problem if she's otherwise well. But mm-hmm.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. And it's you know usually a condition of aging. Right. And, you know, overseas today, they're doing it not by open heart, but the same way that they do a stent, right. they can actually dilate the aortic valve. Just through the artery. Just through going into the heart, yeah. Right. Similar to what we do with the mitral valve sometimes. Mm. Mm. So it's they've become very advanced, Alhamdulillah. You know. Inshallah, it shouldn't be a problem if she's otherwise well. Oh, otherwise,
0: okay. Right, professor we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, of course, my number in the studio is still 021 double four two three five three zero, and the SMS line is four seven nine one three. and SMS costs one rand fifty, and uh, I will tell you when I've got enough. I see quite a few coming through, but there's still room for more. I'll tell you when. There's enough. But for now, let's take a break. Back with you with the night surgery, of course, with Professor Kala, our resident doctor, and, of course, you, the listener, having sent us all those SMSs, and I'll be working my way through them. Going to our next one, Prof, and this one reads as follows. Salam, um, doctor, female, 55-year-old, 56 kilogram. I'm on high blood tablets and get pain in legs and knees. That's all it says. Okay, so look, her weight is pretty good, Alhamdulillah.
1: And the high blood and the tablets shouldn't cause pain unless she's starting to develop gout, but what she's describing doesn't sound like gout. Okay. So again, one needs to spend a bit more time, you know, uh, seeing the patient. Most often the cause is what we call fibrositis rather than arthritis. And again, you know, on carefully examining the patient, we can often uh, ascertain where the problem is and then treat it, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah.
0: A female, 48 years old, weighs 75 kilograms, was diagnosed with diverticulitis in 2013. Can only be remedied with surgery, but I'm fearful and on Movicol and eat Raphets. It's been under control, but recently been attacking me twice in one week. Previously once a month. Does this mean it is worsening? Recently I started taking hemp seed oil. It seemed to have kept the attacks at bay until recently. Please advise. Surgery, as I said, is the only option. Yeah, So, I mean, she's giving us the answer,
1: isn't right, it? Eh? Right, right. Uh, because, you see, they've probably done a colonoscopy, but, Yusuf, and they've looked inside the, the colon, mm-hmm. and they found these pouches that we call diverticular disease. Right. And sometimes they can slough, and sometimes they can bleed, and they can cause quite a lot of problems. You can even develop fistulae and so on. So, there comes a certain stage when surgery is the best option. Hmm. And today, alhamdulillah, the surgery is not major, but the problem is that it depends on the extent of involvement and whether they may need to do a uh, right. col- colostomy, where you're left with a stoma and a bag. Okay, and that's usually a temporary thing because they give the bowel time to heal and to you know okay. get better, and then they can do an anastomosis again later on. Again, depending on your physical condition and so on. Mm. So I don't think the surgery is anything major that you should be concerned about. And especially if you're losing blood and so on, you know, through the stools, Mm. then perhaps uh, it is a good option to go for. Mm. Because, uh, you know, there can be quite severe consequences from the diverticular disease.
0: What would be the cause of that, bro? Um,
1: But it's difficult to be sure Some people feel it's related to constipation You know, not regular bowel action That's why she spoke about roughage We often talk about fiber, you know, to keep the bowel moving Sometimes it's hereditary Hmm. Often occurs in older people Uh, And I don't think we really know what the cause is But it's very different from ulcerative colitis, for example Right, right which the First Lady phoned us about the Selesopyrin. Mm. And this doesn't unfortunately respond to Selesopyrin or Penteza in the way that ulcerative colitis does. All right. All, right. All right, So again, you know, she should be guided by the doctors that are looking after her. They've obviously done a scope mm. and I'm sure they've looked at the bowel from the inside. Mm. Mm. And they've
0: got a better picture than we have. All uh, right. sure. All right. Shukran Prof. So can Professor tell me if there's any other medication I can use besides cortisone injections? I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and uh, yeah, this is sucrose. Yeah, okay. So, you
1: know, the treatment of fibromyalgia can be very difficult, but the important thing is to try and identify if there is a stress factor that is causing the problem. Mm. Sometimes there's depression. Mm. Uh, The tablet we use most commonly is amitriptyline, but we don't use it for depression. We use it more to allow the patient to get better sleep because sleep deprivation is one of the causes of fibromyalgia. Okay. The other most important part of the treatment is exercise, Mm. Perez. And, you know, you've got to take painkillers, you've got to bite your teeth, you've got to work through it. And with time, inshallah, the pain does get less. The best form of exercise is probably swimming. Right. But you want to do non-strenuous exercises. So you don't want to do weightlifting and uh, strenuous exercises that are going to hurt the muscles. Okay. Okay. Do you follow? Yes. So you don't want to become Anand Schweisenegger. You basically just want to become more supple. Okay. Do you follow what I'm saying? So the minute you start doing resistance exercises where you're lifting weights Mm. and squatting with weights on and so on You're going to end up with much more problems.
0: All right. Oh, I'm smiling now when you said about Arnold Don't I want to be Arnold I almost <laughs> want to add, no, I want to be more like Asghar Kala. <laughs> <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Prof, uh, seriously now, so you say even the swimming, even this movement in the water would be a sort of excellent, massage also on, on the muscle. Excellent,
1: excellent. Right? And but swimming, you know, mm. you move every muscle in your body.
0: mm Right, no. then, then the, the same person then just wanted something else, to know something else, uh, just want to know, fibromyalgia, is there any food that is bad for fibromyalgia? Not generally, but if, you know, mm. you can eat
1: whatever you enjoy eating. If you feel that there's a certain diet that makes it worse, then try and avoid it, you know? But there's no known diet uh, that uh, has any effect on fibromyalgia. Alright.
0: What can a person take besides (coughs) anti-inflammatory tablets for the severe pain at the top of my buttocks for a week now? I am 18 years old and have been to the doctor. Okay, so 18 years old to have backache
1: is very unusual and most times it would be anti-inflammatories and painkillers. And oftentimes, you know, biting your teeth and just working through the pain... Most times the pain will get better on its own, with or without medication, but, if, mm. but it can take up to six weeks before it will get completely better. Okay. And again, you know, you've got to take painkillers, painkillers probably better than anti-inflammatories, because most commonly the cause of the back pain is what we call mechanical back pain, rather than inflammatory okay. back pain. right, right. So it's painkillers and exercise. Okay. We no longer encourage them to stay in bed for weeks on end, mm. or to go on to traction and all those other things mm. that they used to do in right. the olden days. Right, uh, right. Days,
0: uh? right. 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 So when, when when the person talks about pains on a pain at the top of the buttocks, you're actually looking past the buttocks and looking at back. Yeah, you see now the question. Then becomes is it coming
1: from the spine is it coming from the muscles around right. the spine right is it coming from what we call the sacroiliac joints So again one needs to spend more time with the patient one needs to examine the patient mm. carefully and mm. again These are all things that you pick up as you examine and speak to the patient right. But you know if you take common things that occur commonly Then in an 18 year old female Low back pain is very common, but it's usually mechanical And often gets better on its
0: own. uh, Right, right, okay. A 46-year-old male, 60 kilograms, had total knee replacement four months ago. Still have pains, is this normal? And also have severe pain in the right side, and it looks a little swollen.
1: So was the replacement on the so left side? It doesn't say if it's on the
0: left or the right side. Just say total knee replacement. And 46-year-old. 46-year-old male,
1: yeah. Uh, look, it's very young to have osteoarthritis of the knee. Mm. So one is starting to wonder about another reason for the osteoarthritis. We right. often talk about secondary osteoarthritis rather than primary osteoarthritis. right. right. But basically what's happening is that the cartilage in the knees is becoming completely eroded. Mm. And now you need a knee replacement. Whether it's primary or secondary is irrelevant. Right. But generally primary doesn't occur in people under the age of 50. All right. So we're very cautious about making a diagnosis of osteoarthritis in people under the age of 50. Okay. Generally speaking. Okay. Uh, So it may be that the same process is going on on the right side and again one needs to spend a bit of time the pain should have been completely gone after the surgery and you know most patients who've had knee replacements will tell you that by the next day already they're feeling unbelievably better Mm. and with time they just get better and better and better Right. so if this patient is having pain now four months after the operation we don't know whether there's swelling in the same knee hmm. but one is starting to worry about an infection that is slow developing right. low grade. And the best is to go and see the orthopedic surgeon who did the operation because right. that's the most important thing we worried about. Right, right, right. The opposite knee may be manifesting the same problems as the other knee. Right. And again, at 46, one is a little bit concerned about saying primary osteoarthritis, right, right, right. And where we're looking after the patient should look for another cause. Mm. And in terms of the other causes, we're thinking of gout, we're thinking of rheumatoid arthritis, we're thinking of other forms of inflammatory joint disease. Uh, and provided we've excluded those, then we can say this is OA. Right. And you know the best treatment at the end of the time is going to be joint replacement. Sure. but even that uh, we don't take that
0: operation lightly. So mm. you've got to earn the operation. Right. You know, right. Good, uh, Prof. Uh, I believe we've got a uh, caller. Voice of the cable. Salam. Well, Salaam. Do you, sir?
3: Salam, salam, professor. Salam. Um. I had a.
0: Mark, 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 just before you continue, your radio is on. My radio is on? Yes, so uh, you need to turn it, or otherwise move away from the radio. Can I
3: Give me a okay now? All
0: right, that's better.
3: Thank you very much, Chakran. You're fine. No, I, uh, it wasn't intentionally
0: done. No, no, it's no so problem.
3: It's not the of the radio. I, have a, I had a boat scan uh, plus minus a month ago. Mm-hmm. I had a, a CT scan on last Wednesday.
1: Okay, why are you getting all these scans
3: uh, because uh for, for the cancer i i I was here with you prior to this
1: with the cancer this is of the prostate is
3: the I to here. Uh,
1: with the cancer I of the did, prostate
3: so, uh, Define find that for me doctor please okay the, the, the bone scan was to uh check for my cancer right uh, the c t scan what is that for
1: also to check for the cancer.
3: But why to Why to? Uh, uh,
1: because they're looking so. at different things. You know, the the bone scan is just looking for cancer that is spread to the bone. Yes. And uh, I can't recall whether you said they were going to do the radium therapy and then follow up with the chemo, is that uh, correct?
3: I went in, in they told me to go into the CT scan, you see. Right. going to down two or three weeks before they let me know again uh, what treatment is going to be.
1: So they what didn't do the radium treatment?
3: No, 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 I no, have no treatment yet. I only got a CT scan now.
1: And the bone scan?
3: Bone scan prior to that.
1: And what did the bone scan show?
3: The bone scan showed that I have got a cancer in the bone.
1: So it showed that there is spread to the bone. It is
3: spread, yes. Okay. Know, that's why I need to know what is the purpose of the CT
1: scan. The CT scan, you see, the bone scan only told us about the bones. Yeah. So the CT okay. scan is to look at the soft tissues. Now, if you were talking about the prostate, if I recall, that's right, yeah, that's right. Now we worried about the bladder, we worried about the rectum, we worried about the other organs in that area. You follow? Yeah, yeah. And those so are I'm much better shown on a CT scan than on a bone scan.
3: Because I'm experiencing quite a bit of uh, comfort, a lot of pain in the lower region there. That's right, yeah. Better. That's More right.
1: So that's why they want to check all of that before they do the radium. Are they giving you pain control?
3: No, I've got pain control, doctor. Thank okay,
1: you good. Know. You must use it as often as you need, inshallah.
3: I do, I do, I do. I do. Lovely, lovely. Now, I'm able to speak to you quite soberly
1: now. Right, right. So now the CT scan much. is to look at the soft tissues around that area, you see, see. to see if there's any yeah. local spread.
3: Uh, shukran, doctor. Afua. We all have inshallah. Much obliged to you. Okay. In any home, inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. Amen. Inshallah, All the very best.
0: Inshallah, Shukran.
3: Uh, I, I, I must commend you uh, on the, 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 the sacrifice, which is, in a sense, uh, not really a sacrifice, because it's part of your, um, I would say, the many which you want to, you know, uh, assist the community.
1: Alhamdulillah. And Alhamdulillah. And that is
3: very admirable of you, and I admire um, you for that, and I,
1: mashallah.
0: I'm sure
3: you will remain blessed for the
0: rest of your life. Inshallah. Inshallah. Amen. Inshallah. Amen. Inshallah. Amen. Inshallah. And all the very best for you all, sir, Inshallah. Eh? Afwan, Afwan. Okay, assalamu okay. alaikum, yeah. rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm going to give you 101% for retention. <laughs> Remembering that gentleman, eh? Alhamdulillah. It was a
1: very nice call. Yes, of course.
0: Alhamdulillah nice last time. Eh? And you still, uh, what's name, congratulate him on his oh, age and enough. being so active still. Yeah, I remember that. Salam, Professor. My sister, age 47, has cancer, but she's in remission. Alhamdulillah. Oh, she's also diagnosed with type, f- type 4 diabetes. Probably type 2. I thought I do, eh? Must, uh, most of the time, a sugar goes very high. 29 or higher. No, it's very high. What 29. could be the cause?
1: The cause is that it's not controlled hmm. and that she's eating too much potatoes. But it also may be that she's not getting enough medication for the diabetes. Right. And if she's on the maximum doses, then maybe she needs to be on the insulin injections at this stage. So she needs to get to a diabetic clinic if she's not there already. And she needs to control her diet much more effectively. Mm. Inshallah. Inshallah. And maybe lose weight. We don't know what her weight is. No, there's uh,
0: nothing about the weight.
1: So, you know, sometimes losing weight, exercising, these are all important things that come into play in mm. controlling the sugar. Okay,
0: so. All right. And uh, that won't have anything won't have any bearing on the, the cancer that's in remission or anything like that, Prof?
1: No, I don't think the two are related in any way, but it's Right,
0: right, right. I'm Professor, alaykum salaam. Can Professor Kanala explain what an MRI is? And when a person do go for MRI, can a person still eat before the MRI or not?
1: Okay. All right, so we spoke just now about a bone scan, but then we spoke about a CT scan Mm -hmm. And now we're talking about the MRI MRI. scan, alhamdulillah, people are very well educated Yes, alhamdulillah And MRI basically stands for magnetic resonance imaging Mm -hmm. And the key word is imaging, because basically this is a way that we're looking inside the body without opening up and looking at
0: it Right, right
1: And the MRI has, you know, it's really been revolutionary in terms of looking inside the head Mm. and looking at the brain and the different parts of the brain, looking inside the chest and looking at the actual parts of the lung Mm. where the air exchange is happening, Mm. looking at the heart, looking at the abdomen, looking at any part of the body. Right. And the advantage is that it shows up soft tissues very well. Right. So, when we want to study soft tissues and look beyond the bone, mm. then that becomes very useful. X-rays will only show us the bone, but they won't show us anything about the internal organs. Right. Right. Except to give us an outline of the lungs and to give us an outline of the heart. Right. You follow?
0: Just outlines. Yeah? That's all. Right.
1: So, even when it comes to, for example, we were talking just now about diverticular disease. Right. You know, today an appendix can be diagnosed on an MRI. Right. So it's been a major advance. Mm, mm. But all it is 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 an imaging tool. Right. And it's in the armamentarium depending on how far we want to look and in what detail we want to look inside right. the body. Right,
0: right. And about the eating approach?
1: Sorry, the eating has got nothing to do with the MRI and inshallah you don't need to be fasted at the time. Right. But sometimes if the bladder is very full, then it may interfere with some of the mm. readings. Mm. Uh, but I don't think there should be any problem uh,
0: we're going to take a quick commercial break uh, when we come back uh, still have Professor Kala with me it's 2210 and I am now standing on 144 number 44 that is so I am going to stop on that number inshallah let's take a break when we come back we'll continue with your questions Night, surgery it is, and of course, I have with me Professor Kala, who is our resident doctor. And this evening, it's all about general medical questions. And as I said earlier, that uh, I don't want any more because I've got all the SMSs to feed the professor for this evening. Salam, can you explain what is a hel- uh, heat map? What is a heat therapy? I had an op for my asthma. Shukran, salam.
1: Okay, so I don't know, yeah. heat therapy for <laughs> asthma. asthma, I think it's one of the newer things that, uh, you know, that people are looking at to treat the airways uh mm. Right. And uh, I don't know much about it, but I've got a feeling that it requires some sort of uh, bronchoscopy. You've got to put in some, some uh, tube in order to get the heat to the smaller airways. Right which are being blocked okay, okay. during asthma, Okay. if, I, if I'm correct, but mm. I don't know much about that about treatment, that one, unfortunately. Okay. But I think that is the basic principle, is to try yeah. and apply that uh, treatment locally. All right.
0: right. My number is 21 and of course we take your call. So what we're going to do is take this call, First Prof, Voice of the Cape. hello
4: hallo am a little in of a problem. I'm we little bit of a I'm a
1: little bit of a I'm so uh, what...
4: yeah. uh, Victoria Hospital.
1: Okay, uh, and what's the What is for care, uh, No,
4: no, no. I haven't been to the CT clinic yet. I'm going to go on the 3rd of December.
1: Yeah, but they want to send you, right? Yes. Why? What do they want to check on the CT?
4: On the back, I don't know because I... W- Did I they
1: find something on the x-ray?
4: Yes, doctor. I got the letter from Khrushche as well. I'm not from mm-hmm. from Victoria, which I have to take with. And yeah. I got a letter from Day Hospital as well.
1: Okay, so what are they giving you for pain?
4: Uh, well absolutely nothing only a uh, pain block that's
1: all okay so and is the pain block helping it
4: does doctor it does. and how
1: often it's do you moment, need to also use
4: like it today I am I, getting very tired hmm otherwise I'm a very active person but today I'm very very
1: tired now with your life. backache uh, do you have any other symptoms any pins and needles in the feet or no not
4: at all doctor you
1: can feel when your blood is full and you've got to go to the toilet
4: uh, yeah.
1: And you can a hold lot. it until a you lot. get to the toilet?
4: A lot, doctor. I need to go to the No, hospital. no, but you can hold
1: it until you get to the toilet. You're not wetting yourself.
4: No, last week I did because I, I was out at the function. Right. And I think I had acne and uh. then, then I had the runny tummy. Okay. It very,
1: very bad. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. You see, uh. I'm not sure what they're looking for on the CT, but they want to see whether there's any pressure on the nerves. Okay. And from what you're describing, it doesn't sound like it. So the pain may be coming more from the muscles around yeah. the spine rather than from yeah. the spine inshallah itself. We'll you follow? But I think you must carry on with your pain tablets, inshallah. Absolutely. And uh, you'll do quite well, right? Waalaikum <laughs> salam.
0: Salam, what are the signs and symptoms of a deep vein thrombosis? Okay, so
1: the signs and symptoms, but I usually is mainly swelling of the one leg. Often swelling in the calf, it can become a bit red, it can become hot, it can become very painful. And uh, especially when you're lying down and you move your ankle, that increases the pain. And the thing we worry about is that the clot may break off and go and end up in the lungs. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the main worry. Uh, All right.
0: And uh, it can be dangerous?
1: Well, if it can go to the lungs, it can be extremely, extremely
0: dangerous. Right. Uh, the next one is uh, Salam, the eighteen-year-old female says, says, doctor says an abscess with a bump on the top of the buttocks, but pain is not going, uh, going away. So, if there's an abscess, then maybe the abscess needs to
1: be drained, but sure? Uh huh. So again, you know. I think if there's an abscess there then it needs to be cut and the pus needs to be let out and right. then the pain will get better Inshallah. inshallah.
0: Salaam Desu I've been on birth control for almost a year and then went off birth control for the past seven months now but now I get my periods very heavy and painful
1: okay so you know the question is whether you still want to be uh, not conceiving uh, and you know perhaps the best thing is to go back onto the birth control pills. Uh, you also need to go and see your gynae because they need to see what's happening because you have what we call dysmenorrhea mm-hmm. and there's many different causes for that. Okay. So you know perhaps a visit
0: to the gynae would be a very useful thing at this stage. Uh, Salaam so Professor, I'm going for Umrah inshallah. I need to take injection for meningitis. The doctors say the old stock is not available. I have to take the new ones, which is three times more expensive. Can Prof explain?
1: Okay, so, but as we've spoken about uh, vaccination before. Right. And, you know, we've often spoken about flu vaccine. And the point we've made is that the flu vaccine that we're giving you this year is for the flu virus of last year. Of last year, year. right. And this year's flu virus may be slightly different from the one of last year. Mm. Do you follow? Mm. Same thing applies to the meningitis. Although the meningitis organism doesn't change as frequently and as uh, easily as a viral particle. Do you follow what I'm saying? So the chances are that it's still giving you the same immunity as the last time. Mm. But maybe the new method of developing the vaccine is slightly more complex, and that's why it's more expensive. Right, right. You know, unfortunately, I don't know about these things, mm. but uh, yeah, look, I mean, these are costs that you have to incur because you need the vaccination.
0: Sure. But, uh, so, now I'm a doctor, 65 years old. Think I got stressed the day hospital give me, uh, Linsarin and clonazapin tablets for sleep. Is it okay? Okay, well, you you need a psychiatrist,
1: Joseph. <laughs> you know, these are not tablets that I'm very familiar with. Right. And again, you know, I'm not sure exactly why they're giving those tablets. Mm. Uh, but these sound like sedatives, so they should be helping with sleep. Uh, right. right, right,
0: right. Okay, but you say the best person to speak? Yeah, to would be I think psychitis. you know, psychiatrist or the doctor who is actually giving you the medication. Right. You know? So now, I'm doctor and Bedr I have a catheter in. I want the doctor to take it out. I have a lot of pain. I can't. I can't pee on my own due to medical health. What will happen to me if they take it out?
1: <laughs> You're going to start retaining urine, Bedr Right. And then you'll swell up, and you know you'll. Pressure on the kidneys, and then you're going to kidney failure, and so on. Mm, mm, mm. So, catch 22. Dangerous. Can be dangerous, dangerous. Yeah, because you know you'll develop a uropathy right. at the end of the day. Right, way, so. right, right,
0: right. Mm. Prof., just for understanding, if you have retention, can that actually poison the body? Yeah, of course, yes, because you see. It depends on
1: how long it's being retained for and so on. In the body now. Yeah, but you know, basically when your kidneys are not working, then you've got retention. Right, right. And then you become Uh, uremic. And eventually you'll die. Right. You follow? Right. So it's the same thing, but because it's a form of retention, which is past the kidney, Mm -hmm. the effect, On the
0: kidney takes a bit longer, but it'll get there, but it's all right, right.
1: So, yeah, you can get
0: toxic. I'm Professor and I'm a 43 year old lady, weighs 90 kilograms, have a pain on the left side of my side, suffers a lot of heartburn, and have a lot of acid. Give advice, Kanala. Okay,
1: so certainly sounds overweight if she's 46 and you know already 90 kilograms. And she's probably got a hiatus hernia, which is not uncommon in people who are overweight. Mm-hmm. Well. So, you know, for the heartburn, she obviously needs to eat less at night, especially at night. Because the heartburn tends to be worse when you're lying flat, because it's the stomach contents that mm-hmm. are going up into the esophagus. Right. And that's what gives you the heartburn. Right. So sometimes just putting bricks at the head part of your bed, for example, so that you're slightly tilted downwards right, can improve that symptom. Right. right. Uh, occasionally we do use a medication, uh, what we call PPIs or Losec uh, or Omiprazole. You know, those right. are the common ones that are used. And then, of course, losing weight. Right. The pain in the side, we're not sure where in the side is it? In the chest, mm. in the tummy, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Uh, in the legs, so, you know, it's difficult to say anything
0: about that. Uh. Okay, so long, doctor. Uh, I'm a 58-year-old female. My tongue keeps getting sore. What can I do? But I've got a very unusual tongue. It's full of cuts. Please advise. Okay, so,
1: Wow. Perhaps a skin specialist, Mm. you know, in the first instance. And they can see what's happening and tell you whether it's anything serious. Mm. Uh, Sometimes just keeping it moist, you know, by drinking sips of water regularly or having a little sweet in the mouth or a little chewing gum that is not very, uh, you know, these diabetic kind of uh, chewing gums. Right. Uh, and those kind of things, and then to see what's going on. Sometimes vitamin deficiencies can cause it, right? Uh, and especially folic acid deficiency, hmm. uh, sometimes vitamin B12 as well. So, you know, I think maybe you go and see someone, and then they can have a look and make sure that it's not one of
0: these reversible things. Right, right. right. Uh, before I take the call, prof, uh, Professor, my sister is on insulin, very thin. Sugar even goes up when she doesn't eat, but she can indulge sometimes. Patient of Rutaskira. Yeah, so look, I mean, you know, she's got
1: to take her insulin regularly. She's got to control the sugar, but it's And, you know, when you're taking your insulin, then you can eat, but you can't overeat and, you know, indulge. Hmm. Uh, And if you indulge, then you must take more insulin to try and bring down the level. Right, right, right. The most important thing is to control the glucose, but it's Mm And, you know, artificial pancreas is basically a thing that they're putting into your body which is secreting insulin from time to time to keep the sugar controlled. Right, right,
0: right. Prof, we're going to take our last caller, voice of the (insky) Kepala.
2: Alaikum salam (sharp) wa rahmatullah. Alaikum you?
0: Alhamdulillah yourself.
2: (laughs) Alhamdulillah. How's doctor?
0: Alhamdulillah.
2: Doctor, I just want to pose a question to Mm doctor. I'm 54 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, I have something in my groin. Mm-hmm. And I um, went to Grootskeer, they did a biopsy to see if it's not cancerous because mm-hmm. cancer come from my mother's side. Mm-hmm. So uh, just few days before Easter, the doctor called me to say they're going to do the op. Mm-hmm. But before he said he's going to do the op, he said to me it's actually uh, very dangerous. It's not a hernia. It's, I don't know. They can't even describe what it is, but it's like a ball in my groin. You know, when you have a heart-open surgery, where your vein comes from, mm-hmm. and where your appendix is, it's sitting mm-hmm. there. Right. So what he explained to me when I had an operation, a year went somewhere and caused mm-hmm. that. Okay. But he never came back to me, but it's a uh, doctor from Grooterske. Mm-hmm. I can't... Um, like say his name, it's like a uh, difficult it's Okay, because okay, Slovakia but what's what's the problem? Whatever. Because this
1: was in Easter and now we're looking at Christmas already. Yes, and, so they what is call the, and I call them. No, no but what is your what is your problem? Is the is the um
2: it's throat my throat still
1: there my or what's happening? Pain, a
2: lot of pain doctor. My okay. leg are lame and my lower back just by my lower
1: back So which clinic were you seeing at Kruzkia? That was G seventeen. G17, okay. Yes, doctor. Yeah, but that's a medical ward, isn't it? Yes. It's so were you admitted of, to the hospital?
2: But the biopsy was done by the private side.
1: Where? At the academic hospital?
2: Um. What is the private side of Grootskia?
1: UCT academic hospital. There.
2: There you go.
1: Okay, so you need to contact them again. Contact the doctor who saw you and who was going to do the biopsy and so on.
2: I did, but nobody's coming back to me. Um, it's making me worried, because I'm diabetic, I'm mm. cholesterol and high blood.
1: Okay, so maybe you need to see another surgeon, and let them have a look and see what's happening. Okay, doctor. All right. Frank, you know, it's very unusual to get a hair growing inwards. Sometimes we see it at the rectum. Yes, doctor. But not not in the groin generally. Are you are you a little overweight?
2: No, um very slim. I'm is not it is over eh? with our way of Yeah,
1: mind. so it's very unusual for a hair to grow backwards. Do you follow what I'm saying to you? Yes. Into because the skin. I had a yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, at the rectum we sometimes talk about a pilonidal sinus. Uh but I think you should go and see another surgeon inshallah. Is that
3: inshallah?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, all minute. right, Everything on okay. the best inshallah. Inshallah. inshallah Thank you very much Inshallah
0: Rahmatullah. Three minutes too Salaam professor I have a problem with my disc C6 and C5 Is it a slip disc?
1: <laughs> now you're saying you've got a problem with the disc
0: Oh, And uh, now it's you're sli- asking me no, if it's, it's a slip, slip disc
1: It is a slip disc Right
0: it is is it a, it is, yeah, it is a slip disc,
1: okay, so now so, and that's, that's
0: all I've got, it doesn't ask a question. Okay,
1: so let's just expand a little bit on that, because I'm not sure what the caller is actually asking, mm-hmm. but the thing we worry about with the slip disc is that it can press on the spinal cord, Right, and when it presses on the spinal cord we worry that it can cause paralysis, and if it's in the cervical spine which is the neck, then it can cause paralysis of the hands and the legs. Right. So, you know, that is why we often end up doing an MRI hmm. to look at the spinal cord. That right. is our main point of interest. Sure, sure. And if there's no pressure on the spinal cord, then alhamdulillah we go for conservative treatment. Right, right. Whereas if there is pressure, then we want to open up and free the spinal cord as quickly as possible. Relieve To relieve things. Right. Because you can only get progressive and, you know, eventually it'll be para- paralysis, what we call quadriplegia, right, right, right. which is the arms and the legs, and, the legs, and it's, yeah. it's not a pleasant I'm condition. Completely
0: paralysis. Prof, sure. two minutes still. Alhamdulillah, you're a master. Buddy. I know. <laughs> you're joking. Uh, can I ask you one more question? I'm diabetic <laughs> on insulin. Uh, and medicine, asthmatic, high blood, angina heart, my feet very swollen, and lots of pain in my knees, ankles, hands. Please advise.
1: Okay, so, you know, very difficult, So, without examining the patient mm. and spending a bit of time. The question is whether it's all fibrositis, whether it's fibromyalgia and all these other medical conditions right. have nothing to do with it. Right. You know, with a person who's got high blood, if they're on a water tablet, we start thinking of gout, sure. and gout can sometimes affect many different areas.
0: Right, right, right. So
1: again, you know, without actually seeing the patient, spending a bit of time looking at the joints or the areas that are painful, it's very difficult to say for sure.
0: Inshallah, I want to greet Salam Doctor, 47-year-old female, 88 kilograms, snores every night. What can be done to stop the snoring? Go
1: and see an ENT surgeon, Bhutai Right. And there's a lot that can be done, Inshallah. Inshallah. But the most important thing is to try and lose weight. Ah. But there's a lot that can be done, and they can sometimes give you a little tube that you insert into the, into the mouth, you know. Ah. Ah. Uh, and uh, I think the ENT will be able to give you pretty good advice, Inshallah, Inshallah. in that regard.
0: I'm greeting you now. Shukran very much,
1: Professor.
0: I just wanted to, because otherwise you tell me again. You, you must you must uh, see to the people. Shukran very much. Almost forgot. If you want to go and see Professor in his private capacity, and that's, of course, as a rheumatologist, then you can call the number 21 That's 21 to make an appointment to go and see the specialist, that is Professor Kala. And, of course, not to say I couldn't get through, and that's to go see the man as your doctor, inshallah. Professor, all the very best. Inshallah. It's been wonderful once again, and a nice variety. Alhamdulillah. Up to the very end. Alhamdulillah. Uh, that's how I like it. <laughs>
1: Beautiful.
0: Alhamdulillah. <laughs> All the very best. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide and protect you, inshallah. your loved ones. Inshallah. And Allah's hand of mercy always be upon you inshallah. and your loved ones, inshallah. And uh, till we speak again, inshallah. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum <laughs> wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum asalaam wa rahmatullahi wa
3: barakatuh.